Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to our YouTube channel, Fast CPA and Consultants. I'd like to introduce our CPA, Fulton Abraham Sanchez. Welcome, Fulton. Thank you, Sarah. If this is your first time visiting us, a few months ago, we started this tax talk series. You send us your questions through email, DM, Facebook page, and we group them. And today's subject is the offshore company formation and better jurisdictions. Are we ready to begin? Yes. Perfect. So first question we have, what should I take into account when choosing the best jurisdiction to open an offshore company? Uh, the key for uh, the better jurisdiction is confidentiality. There are, after many years in the offshore industry, uh, we've seen changes, particularly in this, in this topic. Um, Jurisdictions like Cayman Island, Belize, Panama, that were before the secrecy of the secrecy, not anymore. Now, all these, all these three legislation or jurisdictions, Cayman Island, Belize, and Panama, they they do not hold anymore secret uh, or, or in secret the name of the owners of each of the companies that are open in there so anyone opening a company in any in these three jurisdictions in three jurisdictions they will find their names published in the company records that are for the public like companies here in the u.s that are revealed the name so whenever you are considering the an offshore jurisdiction make sure make sure make sure that the country that you are planning to open the company offers this confidentiality, this secrecy, that usually is the reason for the opening of a company in an offshore jurisdiction. Perfect. So next question we have, do I have to be present in the chosen jurisdiction to open my offshore company? No, you don't. The, the second, say, perhaps the most attractive element or the most attractive thing of having an offshore company is not needing to opt to go to the, to the country, to the offshore country, to open the company. This is, these jurisdictions are designed for the approval or the, the formation of companies without the person being present in the jurisdiction of selection. Uh, but even though there is this selection, this select, the, the, the process of opening or forming the, the company of the offshore company does not require for the, for the owners to be present for the formation of the company, there are requirements that the owners need to comply. And, those requirements are basically that they need to prove resident. They need to prove uh, the the place of residence with some information like a utility bill or some service bill that they will be able to prove that they are in fact citizens from the country that they are claiming. This is this is to establish that in reality the person opening the company is outside of the country because these legislations. Uh, these jurisdictions have legislation that support the offshore industry, the offshore, the offshore forming of the companies in the, in the, in the, in the, in the offshore jurisdiction, 
with the only objective of bringing investment to that particular jurisdiction. So if you plan to open a company, again, as I said before, you need to do your homework, make sure that the jurisdiction offers the confidentiality, the secrecy of that your name is not gonna appear in the pages or of any public record. And second, if you plan to open a company, in fact, you don't need to go to a, to a particular jurisdiction, but you need to provide some documents that will make, will prove that your identity and also that you reside and you live in a foreign country, different from the jurisdiction. Right. Okay. So third question we have, which jurisdiction is the most profitable for my company in terms of paying taxes? Good question. Any any of or all of the jurisdictions, um, except for Belize, for example. Um, so avoid Belize. In the last two years, Belize has imposed taxes to offshore companies based on the profits that the company can show. So avoid Belize. Belize is not a good jurisdiction anymore because in addition to not having secrecy, also is establishing or is creating a tax structure for foreign entities or entities with foreign citizens in, the, in that jurisdiction. So avoid those. Um, in terms of the rest of the jurisdiction, like Cayman Islands, uh, St. Kitts and Nevis, Bermuda, they all offer a zero tax structure for, for foreign citizens. So any citizen of any citizen of any country planning to open a company in an offshore jurisdiction, uh, in addition to enjoy the secrecy of the company, the secrecy of the, the information that they have opened the company, they will also enjoy zero taxation. But that only works at the jurisdiction in the jurisdiction for the company. Where the company is open, it doesn't. It doesn't. It does not work in the country of origin of the individual. In the country where the the owner of the company is actually living. In that case, any shareholder or any partner of a company opening an offshore jurisdiction will need to check with a tax advisor to see the impact or the consequences of opening. A company outside of the country and having foreign income, particularly for 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 jurisdictions like United States and Europe, uh, particularly United States. Uh, same thing with Latin America. Many countries in Latin America, same thing as the U.S. United States. They they require that their citizens report taxes. They report the income worldwide, and they pay taxes on the worldwide income. By and taking a credit in any other country that they pay taxes are willing to avoid double taxation. So whenever there is a matter of, of choosing the jurisdiction, um, what is the most profitable in terms of paying taxes, except for Belize, all of the offshore jurisdiction offers zero taxation. But that does not mean that the profits of the company will be zero tax as well in, in the country of origin of the owner of the company. And this needs to be verified 
um, Europe, for example, Europe as well. Europe requires that the, the income of their own, the, the foreign income that a European citizen has or earn will also need to be reported to the tax authority in the country of the European Union where the owner of the company lives. So this is a requirement that needs to be carefully considered for with the objective of complying with tax authorities. In the past, uh, probably a decade ago, the offshore vehicles and offshore entities, offshore companies were used to avoid taxation and high assets. That is not more the case. In, in the 21st century, offshore companies are created with the objective of uh, asset protection. It means that the company will not reveal the name of the owner of the company to anyone in any public record, except for Cayman, Cayman Islands, Belize, and, and Panama. And that will protect the owner of the company for, from frivolous lawsuits. And there are in, in developed in developed countries, there, there are many instances where doctors. Uh, sports uh, players or sport professionals, they are, they are, they are, um, people look at them with the objective of profit from their fortunes and bring free, what is called frivolous lawsuits that will give them, will give these people who win the lawsuit, will give them an easy money. Uh, many times, professionals, uh, uh, doctors, architects, and sport players, professional sport players, they look for protect their assets by opening these offshore entities. But whenever that happens, regardless of the country that, they, that these professionals are from, they need to check on it. The tax advisor with a, that is knowledgeable about offshore entities to measure the, the, the impact and how they're going to plan to incorporate these offshore strategies into the, the picture of tax plan. Got it. And our last question is, what are the tax pros and cons of opening an offshore Forex company with US owners? And if you have any recommendations. Yes, particularly for the, Forex industry, Forex industry is the typical industry where currencies are exchanged. The same thing as there is a stock market, there is a currency market where all these currencies are transacted. These currencies are transacted in something that is called Forex market. It's foreign, foreign currencies, that's Forex. So, Whenever someone is dealing with foreign currency, uh, and it usually finds a problem for opening accounts in outside of the US. Let's say that foreign, for, foreign forex companies that provide or that are, let's say, a traders or they are the intermediate guy. Of, can, do not cannot offer don't like they don't like to offer from accounts to US citizens and this is a problem that we have we, we many times 
people who call us and email us, they they complain about the fact that just because they are U.S. citizens, they are forbidden or they are not accepted in in the whenever there is this need for opening an account to do transactions for Fox Smart. So they cannot open an account directly with a foreign entity because foreign entities don't like. And the reason is very simple, something called FATCA. FATCA requires that, FATCA is a law, the foreign, foreign account uh, transaction reporting, that they require, FATCA requires that the owners of the company uh, that, sorry, that, that the bank or the forex entity needs to report to the IRS any movement of transaction for US citizens who live in the US over $50,000. So because of that, because of that, it's called compliance, because of that compliance, foreign, uh, forex enti entities um, outside of the US, they prefer not to open accounts for US citizens. And that's a problem that US citizens usually have when they are transacting these foreign currencies in the market. So many times what they do is they open an, a Forex uh, company in Nives or in Bermuda or in even Cayman Islands, and they get a license from, from, the, from the jurisdiction, and then they do business with that, with that license. But still, uh, unless there is a bank willing to open an account and report in that, because that's a, pro a problem for the bank or a problem for the institution that opens the account to do the foreign, the foreign trading, that they need with something called compliance. Now they have involved in compliance with the US government. And that is onerous because it, it means that they have to adequate their IT systems with the objective of reporting. And many times, is not worthy for them, not cost effective. So they, they decide not to open accounts for any Forex uh, trader who is located in the US or, 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 uh, is US, or he or she is US uh, citizen. For that reason, um, there, are many, is there, there are many complaints in the Forex community, the Forex industry for US citizens. So whenever they want, whenever the US citizen is planning to go that way, like to 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 get some kind of uh, of um, let's say validation, they decide to get a license in Cayman Islands or in British Virgin Islands to try to get some some recognition or validation before these entities and finally get an account. In that sense, um, in in the case of the pros, whenever you open an offshore company for a forex entity, it means that you will have more credibility with the, with the objective of opening an account because you are formal. Now you have an, an account, I'm sorry, but now you have a company that is, is serious about dealing with this type of accounts and, and the transactions in the forex market. So banks and, and financial institutions that provide the, the trading accounts for the Forex um, companies or the Forex individuals will be more open to give you a chance and open up an account. That will be perhaps the, the, the major advantage in opening an account and open an offshore company default. That's one. Second also is 
the protection, the limited liability protection that you enjoy. Because remember, even though you are in a foreign market, you are, and you are, if you are doing it by yourself, you are exposed to the liability that any transaction of, of any transaction that you perform, you trade. And so it will be better to have an offshore entity, but that is only cost effective. And basically, this is what I recommend to the clients. If you plan to go, if you if you plan to do it with third parties, meaning that you are commingling the money of two or more individuals to do this trading of Forex, then you need a corporation because you need to protect your liability. Otherwise, if you are doing with a group of people or for a group of people, any any member of those groups will 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 be able to bring a lawsuit against you and then you will be unprotected. So better get an offshore company to protect yourself. Well, in terms of growth, in terms of cons, it will be the cost associated with the, the application for a license and the maintenance and also the capital. Just to give you an idea, um, there, are, there are licenses in Belize, they require $100,000. There are licenses in British Virgin Island, for example, they require also $100,000. It's amount of capital that is required if you want to function as a forex trader, as a, not as a personal forex trader, but as a, but as a corporate forex trader, as a company forex trader, where you bring money from, let's say, from your clients, those clients or your partners. They come in, they bring, they give money, they give money to you. Your partners give money to you with the with the objective of transacting, of trading, and making money. And that point, you need protection. But remember that is perhaps is the cost. You have to apply for a license. You have to reveal, provide um, uh, information, particular information from the members of the company, the, the owners of the company. This this information provided to the to the government, and you need also to put up to put the capital um, for the startup uh, project, and then opening the account and also get the bank account because remember, if you are a US citizen and you don't have an, an entity, it will be very difficult to for you to open a trading account with a foreign institution. So that would be the pros and cons in terms of advantages for having an offshore entity for Forex. And then what will be the costs associated with that? Awesome. So those are all of our questions for today. Thank you, Fulton, for your time and your information. Uh, so if you have any questions, you can send them through email. We do have an exclusive private group on Facebook. We'll put the link down below. And remember to subscribe, and we'll see you on the next video. Thank you.